now proudly presented on SNME. That's Sunday night's main event. Patreon and free feed. Heavy traffic during 4-5, got a hustle on the own time, color people every port side, we just people from the north side, want some teammates at the shore fine, went to ready on the four ties, heavy traffic during 4-5, got a hustle on the own time. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy George McKay and I'm sitting here with the mean, the nasty, no, the absolutely super sweet ultraviolet. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm recovering. You're recovering. <laughs> recovering. But that's the life of a pro wrestler, right? Here we are. Which actually leads to my first question. Uh. Being a girl dad myself, I have two daughters, one you just sat down with, and I have my seven-year-old at home who's a little too young for the Demand Lucha shows yet, but one day she'll come out. Um, being a girl dad and seeing the great females that are coming up in this business now and how strong they are and how passionate they are about the business and how amazingly talented they are, was it the same for you when you discovered pro wrestling? Did you have these strong females to look up to, or do you feel like not the next generation of, of fans that are coming up are seeing women in a way different light? I feel like women's wrestling has definitely evolved and grown and there's definitely a lot more opportunities nowadays, but we wouldn't have those opportunities without the people in the beginning starting it off. So I definitely had strong women to look up to. There's like Stratus and Lita and uh, Jacqueline. There's so many back in the day, Ivory, Victoria. Definitely, there's always, there's always someone out there fighting the good fight. Absolutely. Actually, when I sat down with Maria Canales and I spoke to her about her time over there and how they were fighting for more, they were really pushing for more, the quote she gave me, which was the best, the first one through the door usually gets the bloodiest. And I couldn't have put it better myself with her describing her journey to where she is now. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. No, 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 no problem, no problem. So you mentioned bedazzling and seamstring and stuff like that being very therapeutic. What is one of the, uh, the most random things that you bedazzled that you didn't think would turn out to be good that turned out to be like actually... You look at it, you're like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty sick. Was it like, a, I don't know, a comb, a, a toothbrush maybe? Something absolutely random that you didn't think could be bedazzled. And then when you did it, you sat back and you're like, huh, look at that. That's pretty awesome. I've done my shoes. I, I did these shoes right, right here and right here. Oh. There's still a lot on there. But I wasn't sure because I've only done clothes before. But it looked really cool when I was done with it. Are you a gamer by chance? Like, do you I, game I, it? I wouldn't call myself a gamer because you, you probably could beat me. But I definitely do love to play like You like to play video, video games. Of course. So if you had like a switch, could you would you consider bedazzling your switch controller? Oh, that's a great idea. Right? I was just thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? Make it give it a little sparkle. Give it a little shine, right? Make it a little ultra. Like you know, like make it ultra, but then like like be like a hustler. Like you know when people bring out their own pool cues, go over to somebody's house and challenge them to game a switch. Hold on, let me get my controller. You pull out this bedazzled, just gorgeous piece, and you're like, I'm ready to kick your butt. Yeah. <laughs> so purple, purple being the color, ultraviolet being the the character you portray. Does that have anything to do with like? I don't know, when I look at you and I look at your character, I look at some of your poses and your pictures, it's very reminiscent of that Charlize Theron film. Uh, I think I've heard of it, but I have not seen uh, it. It's, it's actually called Ultraviolet. Oh, is it? It is called Ultraviolet, oh. so it's very reminiscent. It's futuristic. She's kind of like badass picture, fifth element, but actually speaking to being a lot more badass. No, no, that's not, that's not where I got it from. Not where you got it from. So where does the inspiration of Ultraviolet come from? Like Most people say their character is just themselves turned up to 10. Is that who Ultraviolet is for you? Yeah, absolutely. Everything you hold hold in inside when the world tests you and you're just like inside, when you get in that ring, you get to just let it all out and just be your ultra self, huh? I like yeah. that. Ultra self. Yeah. So that's like your... A few times a thousand. Yeah, that's your final boss mode, ultraviolet. So what do you enjoy portraying more yourself? Because like meeting you beforehand, before the match, you're very nice, very polite. And then meeting you 
during the match, not so much fun, very different. I think different circumstances bring out different parts of you just like in real life, right? Right. Yeah. So you only show what you want to be shown at that particular moment. It has to be done sometimes to get, to get the job. Sometimes you got to be nasty. Sometimes. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> so you travel the road a lot. I heard you actually talking about how you were in Florida last week and now you're here in Canada. Crazy schedules, crazy road. Where's the traffic worse, Florida or here? Would you say Toronto has bad traffic? It's okay to admit it because we live here and we know. <laughs> you know, we were driving up, I think it was like an eight, eight hour drive, maybe nine, and it was all clear sailing till we got past the border. So I maybe Toronto would take the bullet this time. Yeah, Toronto, Toronto traffic <laughs> sucks. It's not as bad as New York traffic though. I would say no. no yeah, there we go. New York. <laughs> so when you're- When we pass someone, Yeah. They gave us a thumbs up. It might have been a different finger if it was in New York. Yeah, in New York, it would have been this finger. That's okay. Yeah. Here they actually, when I have serious road rage, she laughs me all the time, but sometimes I'll roll down the window and yell out like somebody who's just a stupid driver. I'll be like, you were adopted. <laughs> I, I get really yeah, ignorant with what I yell out. a little more censored in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're on the road and you're traveling all these distances and stuff like that, you pass a lot of fantastic food options. You pass a lot of fantastic, oh, like goodness. greasy spru. Everybody's weakness. <laughs> look at me. Do I look like I've missed a meal? What is one of the greatest greasy spoons that you found on your journeys? And you're like, you haven't been back yet or you haven't been back in a while, but you're craving to go back. You know, last time we were here, we did a little tour in Canada, and I actually tried poutine for the first time ever. Right. And I love it. The I know it's very cliche, but like the gravy and the, I'm, I love cheese. Any kind of cheese, we don't discriminate. I love cheese. And it was just so amazing. After a long day of not eating and wrestling, it just hit the spot. So maybe we'll go and get some before we head back to New York. Yeah, poutine is solid. <laughs> poutine is solid. Now, I got to ask this. With, all, with your journey being on AEW and stuff like that and exposure being a thing that every pro wrestler creates, what has the journey been like with you since your appearances on AEW and now the fact that they're not doing dark and elevation anymore do you think it's more of a step back for the indies or do you think it's more of a chance to grow within the ROH brand I think I think there's still so many opportunities to grow and keep improving yourself there's so many places for us wrestlers to showcase our talents and to be eyeballed and picked up on the indies you, there's so many great companies and uh Yes, because I guess you get less exposure to maybe fans, but that doesn't defeat any, like any wrestlers. You know, like there's still so many opportunities out here for us. I like that. I like that. The very, very positive attitude. You're also, as I, as I sit next to you and stuff like that, you're very abrasive and I'm kind of scared. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You're a sweetheart. But what, okay, what is one of the things that Ultraviolet does when she's trying to wind down? Like you've wrestled, your day is done, you're checking into a hotel somewhere, or you're in the back seat of a car, maybe you're not driving to start, so you get a chance to sleep. How do you wind down? You want an honest answer? I want an honest answer. Family. Family? Family, of Most course. people get away from their family. Oh, it's very important to have a very good, strong circle, people that understand you, that listen to you, to better you, to tell you things that you need to hear. I think everyone's very quick to just tell you what you want to hear, and it's important to have a good circle to tell you what you don't want to hear and you just got to listen, get some vents in, mm -hmm. good support, a good support circle. I like that. I like that. So who's in your support circle? Mom, dad, brother, sisters, cousins, aunts, grandmother? Yes, family. Family, everybody. Just everybody in a nutshell. And who is your biggest supporter yet the one that tells you the things that you don't want to hear? Your best. Of course, my best friends. Yeah, they're like best. my sisters. So they, they, they give it to you oh, straight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even if I don't want to hear it, they're like, you're not going to like it, but you're wrong. I like that. You're wrong. You know what? As a, as a, as a, I'm surrounded by all women in my house, Violet. So my wife, my dogs, 
my dog, my two kids, everybody's, yeah, everybody's a girl. Even the dog's a girl. And the only one in the family, like, I could give them all up and not the dog. I love the dog. No, I could give the rest of them up and not the dog. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I enjoy being a girl dad. Um, what is one of your guilty pleasures in terms of films? Everyone's got that. I thought you were going to say food. I was like, cheese. Well, I know. You mentioned cheese. Okay. Here's the thing. There's so much cheese out there. What's your, what's your, what's your go-to cheese? Because there's a lot of cheese options. Oh, man. I don't have... Are you a Gouda girl? I love fresh mozzarella, the one that comes in the water. Oh, Bocacini. I love Munster cheese, Swiss cheese, Gouda cheese, provolone. I love all kinds of cheese. American if you get the white kind, not the... Not the... Not the... Not, yeah, the, not the yellow dyes. No, no. No, the yellow dye American cheese no, is no good. No, I've never no, had it. No, don't What have about it. like Velveeta? Is that really cheese though? That's not cheese. No, pecor- we, we love Pecorino. We love Parmesan. Asiago? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. All right. So now, look at that. We could just, we're listing cheese all kinds. All right, guys, the next 10 minutes is going to be nothing but cheese. No. What is the, um, what is one of, yeah, what's one of your guilty pleasure movies? Everyone's got a a horrible movie that everyone else in the world hates, but they love. Pleasure? I love 80s and 90s movies. I feel like the movies from nowadays, I know, and, and I'm not even old but i just love back in the day movies like i feel like they were shorter movies like an hour to an hour and a half and you just felt like you were part of their family and you're so invested mm. whereas current movies like i'll give you an example my favorite movie is predator and it's not a long movie and you just feel like you've been on the journey and the cgi and all that was just ahead of its time whereas like the current predators that just came out are you watching you're like meh like whatever you know yeah. what i mean there's an attachment like Demolition Man, Total Recall, like oh shit, you're then. killing it yes, right now. I love those movies. Total Recall like, with Arnold Schwarzenegger with the eyes are bo- two weeks, Arnold two weeks. Rocky. Arnold, Arnold rocks. Yeah. yeah. So you're an action girl. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I will tell you one of my all-time favorite action flicks. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but if you get a chance, watch it. Kurt Russell, Sylvester Stallone, Tango and Cash. I don't think I've seen that one. It's an '80s action flick. I'm gonna watch it. Two when cops, I'm home. two cops wrongfully accused. Great flick. It sounds like the other movies. It yeah, like oh, it's, it's familiar it's, plot. Probably a great movie on its own. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. And my final question: in terms of being a role model for the future generation of women coming up to show empowered, strong females, which is an absolute privilege and honor to do, is that something that you that all women wrestlers carry with as a badge of honor? Like, we got to show that we're tough, we're strong, we're capable, we're intelligent, we're beautiful. You have to really be the whole package now. And it's a great, it's a great thing, but it can be overwhelming sometimes. Do you wear it like a badge of honor or sometimes does it, do you have to take it as it comes? If that makes sense. I think it's always really hard because there's so many beautiful, strong, talented. We got martial artists, you got all kinds of different wrestlers and it, it can be intimidating, especially like if you're just being harsh on yourself that day and you can just get into this comparison and you can hate yourself, but you definitely should never ever do that because everyone has like their own sense of self to bring to the table and no matter how many people that are out there you could have so many different people in the crowd and they'll just identify with you for some reason and you have to be strong because right there's so many times where I was starting starting to come up and I like wanted to give up and literally all I could have done was just given up and I would have been the end of myself and no you you hang in there and you push and you look up to other people and they get you to push through the day and then maybe one day you can be there and that motivates you to stay in the game and be there for the next kind the next people up i like that i think that's the best way to end this conversation ultraviolet thank you so much for joining us here on straight talk wrestling guys i'm your host your boy peace love and wrestling we'll see you next week 
Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday Night Main Event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore Straight Talk on Twitter, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, Straight Talk Wrestling on TikTok. And of course, you can check out all our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't need to make a...